I I've done quite a bit of figging uh, on on the girls' uh, sticks, and I've bought a lot of pieces of ginger that have to be cut into a butt plug before inserting uh, to the anus. Uh, but I gotta say, this <laughs> is the best piece of ginger. I have ever seen for this effect. No whittling needed. Um, I, it almost whittled itself, Kathy. Uh, you just peeled it. I just literally <laughs> just rubbed my hand over it, and the ginger peeled it. Smell that. Smell it now, because it's going in Charisma's ass. And I won't be smelling it then. <laughs> After that, you can lick it. I think Sticks has to now be our official you, ginger buyer. You are. Perverted podcast ginger buyer. Look, and I'm just totally talking to you and cutting with the blade towards me. Yes, this is, just... This Leave it. It's fine. Don't do any more. This actually makes its own. Oh my God! Look at the. That's what they were doing. Uh, that oh is my a God! Lot Look at the girls. That is amazing. They went, you gave Bunny glitter. Yeah. What were you thinking? It's the third year anniversary, Kathy. Okay. We're gonna fig charisma. Let the girls. They've got oh, wings on. Oh, now they're on the bed that I sleep on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's glitter and girl, but they're dressed with fairy wings and glitter and this is. This is going to be a great. Could be a great. This show. is going to be a great anniversary show. <laughs> Are you guys ready to do the 156th episode of Perverted Podcast, our three-year anniversary show? Yeah! yeah. Well, then let's do it. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite Everybody. lame? Perverted podcast. Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! Hi. I'm Kathy. I am Count Boogie. There is Unger over there, and here we have Announce Yourself. Hollywood Daddy. Holly- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The infamous one. Mr. Black, pull the microphone up to your mouth like oh. you're sucking dick like you want to. All right. So I can look at you while I do this? Yeah, that's going to be a little awkward, but notice I'll just... And now, so we have Charisma, who is going to be our victim for uh, figging at the end of the show. And then we have Bunny and Mew dressed up as glitter fairies. With wings on. With wings, and Bunny has a tiara. And you gave them glitter. I didn't remember giving them that today, but the and fact why do that they have little sparkly things on their eyebrows? Because they're 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 alien fairy sparkle magic girls. <laughs> That's what they all are, right. What they are. That's the official name. Okay. Oh my god! Here it is. Here it is. It's this is it. Kind of this anticlimactic. Is, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. No, it's climactic. It's what? <laughs> Never mind. It is climactic. Just go download light. Just Jesus Christ! So, um, I don't, I don't know. I'm so dumbfounded that we actually made it. I'm fucking amazed anybody listens. And we were talking earlier in the kitchen. Who was it that said, Sarah? Was it you that said someone from New Zealand? Yeah, yeah. Our New Zealand. Yeah, look, we talked about her last week. She wants Lois back. You're right. Not going to happen. No, Lois Why is coming do back. You, I hate that. Hi, 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 hi. Do you see what this is? <laughs> Do you like this, Hollywood Daddy? Oh, I love that. Do you like this? Yeah. This is dildo on a stick. Look at that. Look at that. That is that magic. That like going to fly off that stick That's any about two now. feet long, a dildo. Oh, it's not. It's actually pretty good. This was inside of Mew uh, about three hours ago. Do you want to kiss it? 
No. A little kissy, kissy, kissy? No. At least yeah. smell it, Kathy. Uh, it's either a bloody Hollywood dildo Daddy. or... Will you do the honors and sniff? It had a condom on, but you can... It was definitely there. And yes, she is finishing up her pi- hair period, so so you have a little extra, a little magic for Hollywood. A little extra aroma. Well, I, I just love this toy. What it is, it's a five-gallon paint stick. Uh, it's about two feet long, and you stir big buckets of paint for it. It's free. And then I strapped uh, a big jelly blue dildo to the end of it with hair ties. And then I fucked Mew, like, because, like, now it's, like, eight feet away from you when you do it. And it was just so great. It was, like, a humiliation scene. And I can't tell you how amazingly accurate it is. You are the laziest dominant I've ever met. It's not lazy, but you just get that kind of, like, look, when you hold it with two hands and you kind of look down... You can kind of go that, and then you can turn well, it I love up. you doing it with one eye. You can t- <laughs> Yeah, you get one eye in there, and you're like, okay, 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 back, yeah, okay. I just, uh, it's my new toy, and, uh-huh. and I want to release it. Now we've been here for 30, uh, three years. You're going to release it? Yeah, well, I'm just, I would release like Release it into the wild? Well, it looks like a sky. Doesn't it look like a rocket, like a bottle rocket? Like a very <laughs> large, rubbery, <laughs> sexual bottle rocket? So uh, this is the new product, this, Kathy. This is what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do. Okay. Because we did three years yeah. and we didn't make any money. No, we so, didn't. Uh, well, we made some. We, we do. Let's we do. We have. We do have our. our yeah, we absolutely have some. We made five bucks. We d- <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be that show, by the way. Uh. It's gonna actually be that show. Uh, what did we? G- oh, yeah. 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 I think I ate another worm. What'd you do? I was. <laughs> it was true. We <laughs> you were here last you night. The apples. Fucking. Cut. This is great. So last night I'm at. Uh, I love pistachios. Okay, so it's it's my jam. You know, and and angry Corey, uh, angry delicate flower Corey, who's been on the show. Uh, yeah, she loves you too, Bunny. She actually said, "I really love Bunny," and Mew. And uh, so she buys me. It's shut up in Thai party last night. It's a rope uh, rental. And she buys me some pistachios, and I'm sitting there, and I'm talking to people, right? And I'm just grinding these things. Oh, yeah, grind, 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 grind. And there's salt and pepper. So they have a very distinct taste of salt and pepper, like a pistachio. And I'm just going, grind, grind, grind. And I'm so busy talking, I don't realize that at one point, I open one, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm talking, and I'm like, huh, this tastes kind of like lemon. Like, what's what's up with this lemon? Kind of like a furniture polishy kind of taste. Nom, 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 nom. And then I go, and then I got another one in my mouth, and that one tasted distinctly like the 75 I ate prior that all tasted like salt and pepper. So then I remembered, oh, that's the taste that's the same taste I had when I bit into that apple. Oh, boogie. And I, I just swallowed whatever. <laughs> I was just busy talking, and I just went, I think I just swallowed. So you don't know what it is. Af- not like the apple where you can pull the, it away and look what's in there. The aftermath of some abortion from some mouse alien oh. that just took a crap in this fucking. You got to start looking at your food, just- Boogie. Just, Look was, at the food before you awful. put it into your mouth. It was it was good though. That's disgusting. I tell those stories to Hollywood Daddy because it makes him happy. He doesn't look happy. No, yeah, no. I'm remi- I'm remembering my ex wife uh, ate some turds in a <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, she, like mice turds or no, something? like like human turd. What? So How the fuck did that she happen? She worked in a grocery store as a manager, and she went in the back <laughs> into the office for what some reason. And there was a can of uh, nuts. Right? right. And so she was just like, oh, I'm going to sneak them. So she ate them. And she's like, oh, that, that tastes really weird. And then she looked at the can and then she saw in the back was a post-it note that said returned. Customer said that there was human feces in it. 
Oh, that's your ex, God. right? Yeah, yeah, that's my ex. Ah, you must, you just must oh, I love that go story. to, go to <laughs> <laughs> you light a little, you have a little fireplace videos, like one of those DVDs that shows a fireplace and you just set it every night and tell yourself oh, that story. Oh God, that's so horrible. I vividly remember the night she came home just horrified and I just laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I can't even. Every disgusting. ounce. Every ounce of hate. Oh my God. Uh, what? You don't need no who is that? Is that you? That's me, man. That's you. What do you got going on with Do you happened? remember last week how I told you, you know, that I, I needed a break from the power exchange because it was every weekend and sure, I needed sure, balance sure, and sure, I, sure. but I didn't do it and I was angry with myself. Right. Well, this was a nice, lovely long weekend and Creative Explorer was gonna be at his place, so he asked me to come over and it was a three day weekend. And I thought I I can't. I, yeah. I need to really so I told him. I, I I really need a respite from the power exchange. And he was told of course Totally cool with it. I don't know what the hell I'm always worried about. So it was actually a nice, relaxing Super Mario Odyssey weekend. You guys just played games? <laughs> he played. Did you do a little fucky fucky? Um, that one you play. What? Grand Theft Auto, the latest one? No, I don't play Grand Theft Auto. Oh. I mean, I like Grand yeah. Theft Auto. I well, just he don't plays play it. that and I play, play Super Far Mario Cry 2. Looking for diamonds. I think he plays Far <laughs> Cry 5. It's <laughs> probably. Hey, hey. Wow, what hey, I say? Hey, what? Don't hey. don't knock. Don't knock <laughs> the vintage games. That's true. Although I did looking I for did for diamonds. I felt like my you life. looking for diamonds. Yeah. You know, Mario finds acorns and he plants them in a right. certain pond and something grows. So I'm walking home from my car. I'm walking <laughs> and I see an acorn on the oh fuck, better get Oh <laughs> shit. I'm boogie God. all over again. <laughs> no, there's subliminal messages in those things. <laughs> something we'll, wrong with that. It's gonna tell us to kill our Isn't parents. Isn't it Mew's birthday coming up? Muse birthday was uh, was, it? was on the twenty sixth. On the twenty sixth, why are you looking all the poopy face, Miss? She didn't Perry? get what she wanted. Obviously, she got exactly what she wanted. She got what she needed. <laughs> That's what she got. What did you do for her birthday? She got a dildo on a motherfucking stick. <laughs> Who the fuck gets that? I didn't really talk about it, but it was just so humiliating to just be like, "Yeah, you're over there. I didn't want to fuck you." It was like this whole dirty humiliation scene. She came. That's a lot. what you did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what else Why we did. Why is she on frowning? No, we went. No, we went to this this like Japanese barbecue place where they like have the grill in the t- like they don't even cook your food for you. Well, they have fucks. the thing right in the table. Yeah, yeah, and so you cook it yourself. And I ate like eight pounds of raw meat because <laughs> I apparently don't know how to cook my own fucking food. <laughs> It was oh awesome. God. It was very moist, but it wow, was wonderful. Wow, you went out to a restaurant. <laughs> I did. Look, you guys are all freaked out. Yeah, they are. yeah. Mew was pretty surprised too. <laughs> I'm like, can I just buy you a steak and we'll cook it at home? It'll, it'll be good. I'll make it raw. Apparently, mm-hmm. but it was pretty good. No, yeah. So she had her birthday, and then her uh, present, her present present, um, besides her fancy, you know, cook your own food and eat raw food uh, lunch, <laughs> was uh, that her and Bunny together are going to do a blood play scene. So I'm going to do blood play on both of them. Usually mm-hmm. I do it once a year with Mew because she scars. And so we only do blood play once a year where I cut her with the scalpels and I suck it out with the suction cups. And so this year Bunny um, and her are going to be together and I'm going to cut both of them and it's going to just be a big bloody mess and they're just going to paint and bleed on each other. And, uh, and look at look at look at her. Look at she's smiling brighter than the glitter that is all over her body. <laughs> Is this going to be at a party or private? No, it'll be at a party. They're uh. exhibitionists. 
Of course. They like the they like the shock look when people <laughs> walk by the room and they're like, "Oh Jesus, it's the fucking Sharon Tate scene." <laughs> you know, people Too listening soon? are all Sharon Tate. What? Soon, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it was a bad day. It was a bad. We should day. check in with Unger. Unger. What? Happy three-year anniversary, Unger. Yeah, same to you. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I can't wait to have another hundred or so episodes of this. This. Pure yeah, joy yeah, in your yeah. heart. Oh yeah, pure joy. <laughs> pure joy. What's going on in there, Unger? Um, um, Laz is drawing more comics. <laughs> Good. Uh, we're talking about a little bit about the um, glow stick flogger that uh, that that sticks, sticks brought. Yeah, sticks brought a glow stick flogger. After took uh, your cue and yep, passing yep. down the torch. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. And um, somehow Aki is is is. Needs to go to hazmat. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Bunny, <laughs> Bunny, what you Mario Odyssey Aki? is happening, and and they're talking about you eating food. Yeah, because food. Because food. It sounds like an exciting chat. It, room. It's yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's it, really warm. It's up. exciting. It's actually <laughs> pretty busy tonight. Um, and there's a lot of people in the voice chat right now. It's mm. like you know, Livy, of course, is in there. Princess Ducky, Emily. Uh, that's Sleeping Emily, by the way, who's been... Oh, God, Sleeping nice. Emily! You know, oh. one day, she's just got to come over for some consensual, non-consensual sleep. Okay. All the way out here for that? I don't know. I'll Isn't I'll she close, sort right of? No, she's far away, huh? I think she's in England. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well... Yeah. No, she's not... Well, that's what's great. We're not going to tell you where she's where she is, okay, but that's fine. Oh, on okay. the air, oh. <laughs> where everyone can hear. Uh-huh. No, we, she said that. Yeah, she said that. She has said that when she emailed us. What? Where she was from? She's the one who emailed oh, us about well, falling still, asleep. Still, I'm not going to say hey, okay. All right. Tell it back. Three years, guys. Three years. <laughs> <laughs> and you were there for the Shut first up. one. You were there for the first one, you and fucking stupid. here stomach. you are. And you came back. That's the problem. That's what I don't understand. That's the problem. You wanted to see if, you know, if we had matured. Yeah, I missed the drama, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, have we? So, (laughs) as you see now, you see what we have become in the three years since that first time that you sat far away looking creepy (laughs) by yourself. And uh, have you seen a big change? Yeah, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, cool. You got rid of the angry people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I feel like we walked right into that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's not talk about People that. People liked it when she told me to fuck off. <laughs> People, listeners still email me like I'm missing that. And they're all, oh, yeah, Boogie, fuck off. You know, just because, you know, I miss it. I, I miss it. I miss the fuck offs. That's it. So that's the observation. We got rid of the. Angry I mean, people. there's way more people here, and yeah. they're naked. Like I, re- I think I remember the first episode. It was me, my dick, and my <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, my loneliness. That was yeah, it. It was in good. The, in the back. That was good. Now we've done a lot. Yeah, it's been pretty that's, good. What's, I don't. Know. That's it. We're going. Yeah, that's just, it. just move on. We're done. Let's. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, which one should I play first? Should I play this? Should I play that? What do you, what's is, my no, role no, 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 here? No, 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 no. I'll play this one first. That pipe helps you deal with mental herpes Let's put a logic condom on our brain Now we're better protected from a king-shaming world And then, because of the topic I am not an official leader of this multi-platform BDSM fetish and sex-positive community 
Everything I say is not absolute truth and is not applicable in every situation. <laughs> Consider yourself officially warned. This is just my fucking opinion. This is just my fucking opinion. This is just my fucking opinion. Okay, now. <laughs> wanted to give a little thank you. I wanted to. Wait, that last end part has to be the new Fet Life stuff jingle from now on. <laughs> yeah, it's just my fucking opinion. Well, Kathy, we're going to dig into something today. Yes, we are. That's that might be. It's a little controversial, and uh, I, I may say some things that okay. are going to maybe be a little offensive to some people because oh. I have some strong opinions that may or may not be evolving. So let's let's just let's just dig into this. You sound okay, like Stuart. Yeah, let's you just, sound like Stuart. Let's just do this. <laughs> I'm good enough. I'm, I'm smart enough. And I've got it. People like <laughs> we're butchering that. All right, this one is from Eustace, who wrote my first hand experience with consent violation. Maybe kind of sorta. He says, sometime back, I was at a private party, and I approached a woman who I saw a few times at events, but didn't really talk to before, and I offered her a foot rub. She enthusiastically agreed, and having done her feet, I offered to massage her hands. She replied by pulling me in and making out with me. This segued into her give me a hand job, which segued into us shagging right there on the floor. As, as it happens, As it does. Right? Yeah. That's how I rock. It was only much later that, thinking about the night from the perspective of negotiated consent, I realized the situation could be interpreted somewhat negatively. Obviously, I consented non-verbally to the stuff happening, and I'm sure she read that. But if you flip the genders and imagine a guy suddenly snogging a strange woman at a party before sticking his hands down her trousers, it can appear like a clear-cut case of sexual harassment. So now I feel like I'm in a strange situation because I'm not even sure how to go about handling these kinds of situations. Is being sexually aggressive towards strangers a crime if the victims don't feel like victims at all? If someone I don't know randomly slaps my ass at an event, should I respond with my gut reaction, which is a wink and a thumbs up? Or do I do my civic duty as a member of the kink community and stop to lecture them on the importance of seeking informed consent at all times, killing the mood and possibly cock blocking myself? I, I'm not going to play it again. Go ahead. I'm not going <laughs> to play the jingle again. I have played it. Um, this is a big topic. And and uh, there was a lot of comments on this post that that said, um, well, I guess it all depends on the perspective of the person who uh, has done the has had the thing done to them on whether or not is an assault. And I'm not going to accept that because I am not going to walk through my fucking life waiting for somebody else to decide if I'm a rapist. We need to find out what is a rapist and what is sexual assault because this is i see a lot of people going towards this gigantic vague fucking crucifixion and i'm not i'm not victim shaming but i am victim responsibling that's even a fucking term i love the words you're making (laughs) responsibility and i'm going to get into some things and some thoughts and opinions and some of those things are very protective of myself because i'm the one that gets thrown in prison when a few days later somebody says, oh, that thing that, that worked out okay, you know, you know, a few days later I decided, ah, oh, maybe that was, uh, you know, I don't like that. So now it's a rape, like this guy. And this guy def- defined two different scenarios. At the end he defined somebody randomly smacking him on the ass. That 
is a non-consensual uh, uh, action. Right. Depending on the party you're at. Are you at? There's Because the rules of the party have a lot to do with what consent is. And I just went through this with somebody who freaked the fuck out because he came to a private renter where the rules were different than threshold rules. And he screamed at people at a cake eating party for eating cake, basically. And, you can't, you know, the rules of the party are everyone jacks off and people can walk into your scene and jack off. Now, then at a threshold party, the rules are not that. It is considered, un, it is considered non-consensual to uh, sexually insert yourself into somebody else's play scene. That is the rules of our party. Therefore, if at a threshold party you walk into somebody's scene and start jacking off, that is non-consensual. But if you walk into the if, into someone's place and start jacking off at a party where the rules are specifically that you can jack off, that is now consensual. So there are there are differences of these things. And the other difference that this guy talked about was the fact that he had already started some sort of placing in a dungeon where sex is allowed because obviously he fucked her at the end of it. So this was now a situation where sex is allowed. It is a sexual... It's not like going to the chiropractor, you know, and it's like I'm so excited by my adjustment that I reach over and I cut my chiropractor's balls, you know, even though Bunny and Mew would would live for me to do that. Um, (laughs) But that's a medical environment and laws apply that you cannot make sexual advances towards individuals in this type of public setting. But depending on the setting that you are in, there comes a point where you now have responsibility. He engaged in some sort of activity. He engaged in a play scene, and they did not negotiate at the beginning of that. And then it escalated. That escalation is not an assault. At that point, you need to say no, which I have had a billion times from people to where you negotiate or you do something basic, but then maybe you, you know, okay, I'm going to try to kiss your neck, you know, and I kind of, I gauge and, and, you know, look for body language and stuff and whatever, but there's times where I play and I don't negotiate shit with people. I say, you want to play? Yeah, and they want to play, and you start kind of building, and then you do something that they don't like, and they say, I don't like that. At that point, if I don't respect their their limit and and their safe word or just saying no that now becomes an assault but escalating in a sexual environment where you have already started physical contact with someone at that point if you don't know how to say no you shouldn't be playing that is my opinion but you saw when we were talking earlier you said in that scenario you just described um you're with somebody you're playing it is an erotic sexual party if things escalate, not only does the other person not say no, but they are actively participating. They are enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, you can't come back five days later and, and try to get, you know, accuse me of rape. Because That's you changed a, your mind. Yeah, because you changed your mind later and you said it didn't work out emotionally for you. You have to say no at that point once you enter into some sort of play scene. The, very simple. Hey, can I give you... Go ahead. Uh, uh, I don't know which which way we do it. But anyway, Kathy, yeah. I, I'm going to... Can I rub your feet? You say, yes, but that's it. That's a negotiation. Don't touch any of the part of me, and I'm keeping my socks on. That's fine. So now there has been a boundary set. When somebody says, um, yeah, we can play, just no sex. 
okay, well, the first question is, is what is sex to you? That's where negotiation needs to happen. But at that point, somebody has actually said something. But if you don't say something, there are a lot of people, a lot of people that come into this lifestyle because on the bottom end that want to be taken. That is what their kink is. They want to come into a situation, give a basic consent, agree to go into a play scene, let happen what happened, and what they don't like, they'll speak up, they'll say red, their safe word, they'll say whatever. But they're not interested in in sitting down and 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 breaking every single activity, elbow touch and whatever. And if you need that, absolutely, you are entitled to to need whatever level of negotiation you need. But if you're going to come into a sexual uh, environment, you there's the you can't just let somebody decide at any point in time this is now a rape. Because that's that is I don't I'm not going to walk on pins and needles for the rest of my life wondering if 5 years ago that girl who I fingered um while we were playing and she came and she smiled and she said thank you is going to come back two years later and go, you know what? I thought about that and I didn't, you know, I didn't like that. Yeah, that was rape. Right. So I'm going to play devil's advocate. Absolutely. Because I like doing it. I'm pissing people off right now. I might as well just go for it. Let's go for it. You, if you guys did not negotiate because you you actually didn't even talk about, let's say in this imagined scenario, like this guy, you didn't discuss sexuality. Does that give you boogie the right to ram your cock in her pussy? Assuming it's okay. Does that give me the right to escalate in a sexual environment? Um, now then, legally, I'm not a lawyer, and so at what point does something become rape? But if we're in a play scene and we're doing things and the other person has not established, I don't want you to touch me uh, sexually or whatever, and I start the process of kissing or grabbing, or I grab a breast, or I squeeze the ass, or I reach down and touch the pussy. At that point, you've already agreed to be in this placing with me. Somebody needs to inform me, whether it be the the, the fairies, you know, that, that are covered in glitter over here coming in, Daddy, she really doesn't want this. Or this person needs to advocate for themselves and say no, which I've had many times. That people in the middle of a play, even once, even times we've agreed that it was going to be sexual, even times we have negotiated, we've gone through what can I touch? What because I do that most of the time. What what can I touch? What's off limits? You know, blah blah blah. You want to keep your panties on? Can I fuck you in the ass? You know, whatever. And I've had people that just literally changed their mind and said, "Hey, you know what? I really don't feel comfortable about this." At that point, once again, if I were to push and per- and pursue to further that sexual agenda, then that is a consent violation. So to hear you talk, it almost sounds like you've been in this position before. Because you just said, look, I normally ask, what can I touch? What can't I touch? I know that you do that. But earlier when we were talking, you said, I don't want to negotiate the hell out of everything. So where's your limit? Where do you draw I that don't. line? I've had play scenes where I literally was standing at the boot black area. A lady walks in, never met her in my life. Start joking her literally 40 seconds later. I make some joke about hair pulling. She goes, oh, my God, I love my hair pulled. I go, can I pull your hair? She said, yes. I reach up. I grab her hair. She moans. I say, are we going to go play right now? She says, yes, we're going to go play. I drag her away, play with her. That play escalates. I fuck her in the mouth. We dated for about four months. So there was no 
negotiation, but as it escalated at any time, she obviously had the right to say, not this far, not this far. But even you yourself, as we've sat here and as we've discussed over the last three years, mm-hmm. you have heard stories and even commented on these stories about people who are... They advocate for themselves in other areas of life, but they're at this club. They don't really know what they're doing. They allow things to happen. They they don't so much change their mind later on, but they walk away confused. They weren't really in the dominant headspace in order to say no. Are you saying that you're willing to take that risk? That's a pretty big risk, what you did with that woman. I'm willing to take that risk because at what point do I am I going to be... The type of player I am, I tell everyone, I tell everyone on the show, it's written all over my fucking page on FetLife, I'm a predator, I have a sexual agenda with you, I'm going to do things. If you're not interested in that, then at some point, you, I'm just saying, at some point, I read for signs, I look for body language, we had a scene, Bunny and I had a scene where we have open consensual non-consent permission with Mew. There was a situation where it started getting all fighting back and violent, you know, and we were grabbing her and whatever. And she was like, no, no, no. But it had been a long time since we had said, um, you know, okay, this is cool still, right? You know, you're still into this heavy fantasy where, you know, we smack and spit and, and do that and, and, and rape you um, in this fantasy. Uh, but I just didn't have that gut. Like, it just felt like she was fighting and she was looking at me. She wasn't saying red. She wasn't saying anything. And I just stopped because I said, I don't, I don't want to feel like a rapist. So I do have a certain amount where I watch for body language and I do those things. But the thing that really disturbed me about a lot of the comments and a lot of things I'm hearing is I understand people are scared. I understand people are afraid to reject someone. I understand that you need an advocate or you need a mentor or you need somebody with you or you need to tell a DM, hey, if I get set, you know, sometimes I get carried away. So if there's anything sexual, can you wave at me so I remember that I'm not supposed to be doing this or whatever. But it's at some point. I have to say, maybe you shouldn't be playing if you can't say no or if you know that you don't want to do something. You need to say that up front before you start in a play scene in an erotic environment where there's going to be groping and biting. And it's, oh, I'm okay with groping and biting and and even some light kissing, you know, whatever. But I need to know what somebody doesn't want to do. At least there's got to be an attempt. Because if you can't, I'm going to jail. You're not going to jail. You're not the one going to jail. You're the one that everyone is going to back. Right. Well, this is why I'm, I'm surprised that you'd be willing to take that risk and not negotiate. I don't do, that was a long yeah. time ago. Okay. And, and I don't do that uh, a lot anymore. And it really did work out. But there's that other thing where it's very upsetting when I have so many partners that are like, I like being taken. I like being grabbed and, and taken. And, and let's just, you know, they don't, they don't want excessive negotiations they're like i'll let you know i'll let you know what i don't like and so that's the type of people that that i want to play with right so i I don't know Hmm. i just uh i know that i probably said something that's like pissed somebody off but i actually have a fear like that all this stuff's just gonna start changing real soon 
and doing things, even negotiating. Because at that point where someone can just decide, you know, that that really wasn't right for me and now you're a rapist, I don't want to be a fucking rapist. Well, that's a very legitimate fear. I mean, it only takes a cursory look through the internet to find example after example of this very thing happening. And every time in the past that we on the show have discussed responsibility for yourself and owning where your responsibility lay in any scenario has always been met with controversy, has always been met with some people going, yeah, right on, and some people going, you suck, you're victim shaming. Yeah. So if, if somebody is walking, if a friend of mine was, you know, goes to the ATM and pulls out $1,000 and then walks down a dark alley I'm, and gets mugged, I would have absolutely no problem saying, you fucking idiot, what were you thinking walking down a dark alley? Don't you know that, that you're putting yourself in harm's way? Now, let's say that that's a woman, friend of mine, who's walking down that dark alley and she gets raped. I am victim shaming. If I say, you fucking idiot, what were you thinking walking down that alleyway and putting yourself in harm's way? I wouldn't walk down the dark alley. Well, nobody wants to rape you, Boogie. People want to rape me. <laughs> <laughs> And I know this is now. Now well, we have is, really gone into. Now we've double, jumped into the deep it's end. It's a I'm double standard that. that's always been there. It's because Hollywood Daddy's just watching and not saying anything. He's like, wait, just, it's the okay. same as as, letting, as our our uh, poster was talking about. For him, he he has no problem with that. He even says somewhere in his post, I, "I have no personal space issues. Go ahead and do what you want. I will tell you if I don't like it." Uh, and he, but he he asks himself, and he's asking us in writing this post. What would happen if the tables were turned? And instead, it was a woman. Suddenly, even in your own mind, you're thinking, oh, well, that's not okay. Uh, what happened to you is fine. But no but guy better put his hand down a woman's pants without her consent. And you've got to ask yourself, where is that line drawn? That's, I want to know what that line is. I'm totally cool if they say this is the line and now you're a rapist. I don't want to be a rapist. So I'll respect that line. But it's always going to be subjective. That's what I'm person. saying. Yeah. What happens when it's you're still negotiating a scene and they're like, yeah, no sexual stuff, you know, and uh, what? She Why'd put, she put clothes on? I don't know. She put oh. clothes. She put them on. She cold. On, oh, she got cold. But uh, yeah. I, and, and once again, I totally agree with victim shaming. I agree that women get the shitty end of the stick that. The, the the next segment and song is about dealing with trust shaming and and uh, that type of thing. So I really don't want to come off like I'm not putting down women for not being able to stand up for themselves. But as a man who is terrified of being accused of being a rapist, and I've tried really hard to not be a rapist, but I still want to be a predator, and I still have partners that want me to be a predator. I don't want to all of a sudden walk into some landmine that I don't know that I could avoid. Obviously, I negotiate more. I, I almost always ask sexual questions. You know, what's okay to touch? What's not okay to touch? But even that, like what happens if later, you know, you bit someone on the butt and they're like, yeah, I didn't want to be bit. And, and you didn't ask me if you could bite me. Do you share this fear? Well, I mean, sort of. I mean, I own my trust issues. I have huge trust issues with women. So basically my negotiation a lot of times is I'm a non-consensual player. I'm going to do whatever I want. Are you okay with that? That's your negotiation? It is, but but hear me out. 
it's also a test. Because even when they say yes, it'll take me like six to eight months to do anything. No, I'm serious. Like, yeah. I'm so terrified. I've watched, I've watched yeah. him. He's, he's, he's yeah. pretty cautious. Yeah, like, it, I'm, that's how I am. It's because I'm sitting there waiting to feel safe. I Like, the way Boogie rolls, I would probably freak out. I, I mean, there's a part of me that wants to be like that. I want to be just a normal on-the-fly predator dude because i am also a predator you are <laughs> and a scumbag <laughs> and a scumbag but uh it takes you know it takes me a while to feel safe and then i blossom like a perverted flower <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's true somebody somebody needs to be a picture of a flower around his face <laughs> <It's sad. laughs> but i wanted to say to this dude that it seems like he's justifying her behavior and I'm going to guess is that he feels violated but also likes what happened. Yeah. No, he's actually flat out loves it, doesn't have any problem with any of that. And But I don't think that there was a violation there. I, I, didn't, absolutely, I didn't say that there yeah, was a violation. I, I said maybe he felt like there yeah, was a violation. Yeah. Right. Well, I didn't read the whole post, but it's clear from this, what I did read him from the rest of the post, that he had absolutely no issue with that. He loved it. He thought it was great and no problems at all. And and, but that's him, but that's he brings him. up a good question. At what point, you know, there's got to be some sort of line. And a lot of people will say, and I've heard it a lot of times, a lot of people will say, well, that means you just need to sit down and you don't play without uh, a thorough negotiation going down uh, the entire list. And anyone who plays and doesn't negotiate is a rapist. And I've actually heard this, that you are... Uh, you are not a safe person if you don't negotiate. And what that does is I totally understand that for certain people that is absolutely necessary and I will give you all the negotiation you want. I need to know you're that person because I've played with a lot of people, a lot of people, and a lot of them have varying levels of what they need before they go ahead and and give you that, right. give you that power. But he asks a very interesting question at the end. Am I a victim if I don't feel like a victim? No. Because some people would say, you know, it's the principle. You you can't say, well, victim is a feeling. You either are a victim or you're not. Just because you enjoyed it doesn't play a role in that. That's his question. Well, and I, I thought that's... I, I think his question is related to the way I interpret it is he's wanting someone else to give him what his consent is. Instead of just being like, well, it doesn't matter. I liked it. Like, he, he's so worried about the popular opinion of what consent is. Yeah. Instead of just being like, man, I got my fucking dick rubbed and we fucked. And who <laughs> so gives rough. a shit about what other people think? That was amazing. Let's do it again. <laughs> you know, if that's how you are, that's how you are. It is strictly See, and that's a- kind of how I want to be. I want you. Know, I want to be like that. But now I feel all this fear because it's not even just because obviously I say so much fucking offensive shitty shit on here and I hear about it all the time. Um, but it doesn't mean I want, I, there's a line and being a rapist is the line. I don't want to cross that. So other than that, I don't give a fuck what people say, but I give a fuck about that. Yeah. Well, I think, um, when you roll as a predator, it puts a, you know, target on your back. I don't think this dude has that problem because no, he, he's, you know, yeah. he's like, I just want to rub your feet. And then he got. You got magic. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> someone like you or me, we roll up and it's like, 
all the other dudes immediately start hating yeah. all the women you're not giving attention to or like oh he's a fucking bad person Did and, the, you know? yeah. do all the dudes really start hating he oh. said that before oh yeah me do. dude you can feel that shit Unger from outer says, yes. space oh yeah really <laughs> Unger, yeah I hear all the shit I see I sit back and I spend a lot of time like listening and paying attention to what happens around here so I see it with, when they're when they're getting upset with, with people like with, oh. with Boogie you know, Boogie, it's Boogie it's and really? Hollywood Daddy I see it all the time <laughs> and I sit back and laugh because that's what I do. Because Hollywood Daddy and I will actually approach someone and say, hi, how you doing? Hollywood Daddy, of course, will ask him if they want a sticker because that's yes. his jam. Sharks don't take each other's games. <laughs> he has stickers. Wait, stickers? And what's the other thing? Tampons with my name. Tampons with your name? God, fucking oh genius. Oh, my God. And now the I had daddy s- advice. That is I, genius. I had, s- I had literally, there was a woman here that got one of Hollywood Daddy's tampons with his phone number on it. It says, I keep it with me. That was amazing. <laughs> that guy is so fucking cool. Cause he does, and I just... As an ethical predator, if I didn't like him, I would have thrown him under the bus <laughs> in a fucking heartbeat. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's that's a problem, actually. Um, you're not happy. Let's uh, do your personality test and uh, try to woo him away from him. But that is actually genius. Unger, what did you just say? But yeah, people hate oh, me here. Uh, Hollywood Daddy's new thing that he started yesterday was amazing. Oh, free daddy advice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I walk around with a little sign that says free daddy advice. Like Lucy with her little. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Hoping someone sits on my lap. I told him oh he's got to go to like, God. he's got to go to like Venice Beach, which for the people that aren't around here, it's like this beach where performers and stuff go and people go and they play their guitar and juggle and hit sparkles yeah, water Hollywood bottles. Daddy in Hollywood Venice Daddy should just weird. sit there in like a bathrobe with a Hawaiian shirt and his chest hair out, maybe some boxers, not have his junk hang out because he'd get arrested, but just like, you know, maybe underwear and then boxers over the top of that and sit there, free daddy advice, daddy issues welcome, and just literally sit there and just see what type of hate <laughs> he gets. No. Just set up a camera. Because you know people are going to come out and go, what's this about? And he'll just be like, what do you, you know, what do you want to know? Unger, did this work when you saw it? Um, I mean, had, there's real no girls around. There, there weren't a lot yeah. of people. I mean, there were like 70 people here, but they were mostly inside. Not a lot of people stopping outside where we were hanging out. Mm. But um, there were some people who, who had some interest at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that. But I mean, back to what we were saying, though, you know, it, from my my interpretation is is people get butt hurt that you're in your power, right? Yeah, you're, you're out there with your nuts fucking in the wind, and you're like, hey man, I'm going to take it all because you're a bunch of yeah. You if know, you're yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to I'm not going to lower my game yeah. just because you can't raise your fucking game. Yeah, and then when I first came to Threshold, me and Boogie we butted heads a lot. Yeah, right. And I, I appreciated it because it actually made me grow. I'm like, I'm same here. Fucking crush this dude. Yeah, fuck you and your fucking <laughs> little stickers. But then we became friends. I'll so wear I'm a like, flogger right. on my belt. I'll show you. Luckily, oh, there's no. a lot more college girls showing up, so we don't have to compete anymore. <laughs> yeah, now we literally like you take them. I just yeah. I can't do it. Uh, but no, and that's kind of the thing because I know I'm building that moment because we know that they're the butt hurt from the people who are too insecure, just like I used to be, to actually go up and say hi to someone, which is 90% of the battle of meeting someone is to be willing. They're not coming. To, you want to be the dominant, so they're not going to hunt you. So let's see how it works. So you have to go and talk to them, and then you know that there's already kind of this underpinning of, of hatred, so it's just going to take like one person to say, yeah, I, I think this is, you know, this wasn't right. 
because you know I you know I didn't like this or that, and then literally the shit storm is coming. <laughs> the shit storm is coming because every hater that has been waiting like a like a hyena waiting for the lion to leave the kill is just gonna <laughs> pounce, and they're gonna go. I knew that fucking guy, and let's, let's here's every website and whatever. Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're Tell, not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. They're going to come and out. And so I want to know now. And so I want to know now, what do I have to do <laughs> to still be myself, to still give my partners what they want? Because I talked a lot about this with, with uh, Bunny and Mew, especially Mew. And Mew's like, please don't, don't stop. Yeah, but you're talking <laughs> about the, just the beginning the prior to playing. Right. You're just talking about the negotiator. That, that's not going to change who you are. You're no. still going to be a predator. You're still going to be that daddy figure. But and what's the responsibility without being shaming? What is the responsibility of the other person? There is responsibility. Is the there other, a responsibility, or do is. they just get a free pass? You can't go through life uh, just getting a free. You but can't go of, through life but a lot expecting everybody else to take responsibility, and you get off scot free. It doesn't happen. So even in the worst case scenario, everyone has some. No, I didn't. The, the worst case scenarios are you're just. Well, we're not going to say what the worst case scenarios, but there's worst case scenarios. But at some point... Where you didn't do anything wrong, you were minding your own fucking business, and along comes this... This meteor you know, that just this falls out of the sky. group of men, and, and they gang rape you right. right there in broad daylight. You didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Right. That happens. We're not talking about that. I think anybody listening with a half a brain knows that we're not talking about that. We're talking about these sketchy gray areas. Yeah, but that's what makes us live in fear, Kathy. See, this is this is the double standard. The, the, you're not a it's man. It's not a double. No, I'm not so talking about. So you don't have about, to worry about I, this. You're fear. absolutely right, but it's not the double standard that I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is that because everything is subjective and everyone's going to take their own point of view, you absolutely have to do a great deal of discussion and negotiation ahead of time in order to try and avoid it as much as possible. Yeah, I, and I get it. You're absolutely right. I'm not a guy. I don't know what this fear is like. Creative Explorer has told me about it too. He shares that same fear. He goes slower than you even mm-hmm. because he absolutely will not place himself in a position where he can be accused of raping somebody because it's a very real threat. So I, I you're right. I can't understand it, but I have now three men in my life, pe- three men I know who have that same fear, and I totally understand four. it. Four. Okay, okay. Hunger. This is why I don't do pickup play. Five. Okay, we got five weeks. Okay, so, this so is the you, reason so I don't do pickup play. literally won't do pickup play, whereas you will. Unless unless okay. I am um, like have a number of other people say yes, you should play with them tonight. I don't do pickup play. So you have a process. I you vet. Take a you long time to get to know someone to start playing. Because what happens well, to me a number of times around here, even if it's not play related, it's other things. I'm seen as a monster. Well, you <laughs> yeah, are an ogre. Yeah, I'm. I am a monster. And so, if anything goes wrong, people will automatically say, "Oh yeah, you're the one at fault because you're the monster." Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I totally agree with Unger. Yeah, you know, I usually talk to him online first, then we meet, and totally everything before play just to eliminate that you know don't do pickup play don't do anything i established first you know just to avoid anything like that 
So. It's a real thing, Kathy. Uh, yeah. I like the fact that the next <laughs> I hope topic we're doing. Thinks, I don't think it's a real thing. Seriously. Uh, well, here's the thing that I just realized. I'm like one, two, three, five guys whining about how hard it is to be a guy. <laughs> Why do you have to characterize <laughs> it just, like that? Because that's how hard and women don't understand how hard it is for us to be a guy. And the next topic we're going to talk about is the exact opposite of understanding what a female has to go through, which is why we now are in fear. There's reasons for it. There's reasons that this culture has gotten to this point to where we should be afraid because they're building power and we have to now start changing some of the, I don't can't believe I'm saying this. We have to start changing some of the ways we think and approach our interactions with women because men created a lot of this problem. That's our responsibility. All right, fine. Let's move on. That's. <laughs> did I just have like some hippie moment yeah, where I you realized? Totally did. Yeah. You're bumming me out. Still this is the third year anniversary. I, I just want to be a predator. Labia medical emergency. Do you want to tell the listeners what that's all about? No, you no. Okay, yeah. so Jadis Love wrote to us and she said so I kept trying to figure out how anyone fell into the category of labia medical emergency like what could you possibly be doing that would injure your labia well I found out last night one way it could happen we were doing rope and he did a crotch rope well my labia had somehow gotten twisted up in the rope and while we were trying to get it undone without tearing my labia off the only thing keeping me from crying was thinking about the labia medical emergency jingle Labia Medical Emergency. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for helping to keep me afloat. <laughs> That's so sad. I can't even imagine. That sounds so painful. Oh, my God. We're already at that. Okay. Yes. We're late. Should we just skip it? No. Why? <laughs> you already told the listeners you're going to. We could do it next week. Nah, do your song. All right. We're going to. Okay. So now, like I said, so we were the butthurt guys. Now we're going to actually switch gears. <laughs> That's what's called a balanced show, Boogie. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk. So uh, Zua has a new song. We have a new song that we did. Bunny did a great job singing. And I'm going to play that song. And then we're going to have a talk about trust shaming. So here's the song. You can put a fish in a suit. And under those clothes, it will still be slimy. Whoa, I'm not fooled. You can look me straight in the eye And swear to the heavens you're a real nice guy No, 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 I need proof I don't mince words cause I've been trained I've been burned, I've been rearranged No love in the world is worth that pain If you want my heart, you better be patient Shit, how many times till I got sick of being a sucker for lies? Whoa, sad but true. No shame in being an optimist, but I'm wiser to the clues I've always missed. 
to you You better be patient I'm happy that you lived your life And never been assaulted I mean to be afraid Because of someone you rejected Do you have the strength To empathize with me And understand that trust ain't something I give that for free Recognize the hurt that swims in your eyes You feel you don't deserve to be marginalized Whoa, 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 girls feel that too I sure as damn hell didn't choose this game But I live by the rules until something changes Daddy's raised your babies not to be cruel That nobody actually heard, and I'll be adding it in the morning. But we all heard it. You guys heard that it. I, was I did play legitimate yay. That wasn't ignorant yay. I'm no. glad. I'm glad. I'm glad uh, that you enjoyed the song, Kathy. Okay. So, a- as you can hear from the song, the premise of the song is that situation uh, which happens, and it's not just gender specific, but it is a lot of guys come and are butt hurt, like we just all showed. We get butt hurt um, and scared, and. It's that conversation that you have with your new girlfriend and you're like, why don't you trust me? You know, like when they're they're not opening up completely to you, they're not letting you get to that level of intimacy and power that you think you should have just because you're so fucking cool. And they and and they kind of have to school you, you know, that, you know, there's reasons there's reasons that we don't just throw trust into a relationship that there 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 is a certain amount of time where you have to earn that level of trust. And that has always been a really big deal to me, to not stress people out about not trusting me, because I'm not someone you should trust 100%, and neither are you, Kathy. And neither are you Hallelujah saying? Daddy, for sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is anybody who says, I tr- and I've said this on the show before, anyone who says, I trust sticks 100%, uh, you are you have now just opened the doorway for something bad to happen, and now you have to deny it because you just put a hundred percent trust in this person, and all people are fallible. You made the statement. You made the statement. This is how kids get uh, get abused and molested because you say, "I trust my brother with my life. My brother would never do something to my kid." The kid comes up and says, "Yeah, uncle so and so actually started touching me." And now the parents blame the kids because they don't want to feel stupid for denying, you know, 
That's why you don't trust people 100%. You always leave that little room of humanity to where you say 97%. 97% is an A-plus in any test that you take in any school. It leaves that 3% open to actually see warning signs to say that every human is capable of doing something harmful. And in order to get up to that 97%, it's going to take a little bit of time. And if you haven't seen, especially the part in the song where it talks about, I'm happy, I'm happy that you've never been assaulted or that you've never been made to be afraid because of someone you rejected, which is something that is a guy I've never experienced. I have never been afraid because I told someone, no, thank you. And I know a lot of women who have had stalkers and psychos turn right around immediately after a polite rejection. No, thank you. You fucking slut. You deserve to die. Dirt. Fucking kill yourself. Every fucking thing that you can imagine. And I'm sure I'm seeing women in the room nod. And that's why, as a dude, even though we're butthurt and afraid of being called rapists, there is another side to this story. And that is the experience that women have had to go through for a long time. Well, I, as hard as it is to admit, I've had that happen to me twice when I was a lot younger and really quite stupid. And uh, it didn't go well. I mean, it wasn't really bad, but um, I gave in because I felt intimidated and what's wrong with me. Uh, and it's embarrassing to admit. Even now, looking back, I, can, I, I have to preface it by saying I was young and stupid. Right. Because that's the only way that makes me feel okay to say it. But yeah, um, it, it didn't take a lot. <laughs> that's probably the most embarrassing part, is that I gave in to things that, um, that I didn't feel like I wanted to. And it was all because they made me feel, they didn't make me feel, but they were very, they were very good at what they did. They used words that ended up uh, making me feel stupid for saying no. Right. So... Um, I, you know that kind of shit. Though it comes with age, it comes with experience. You don't you don't come out of the gate but knowing uh, how to stand up for yourself. But that's where that's where it's like we want to get into the solution because we can just keep saying that it's a hey, fuck it. You're just gonna you're just gonna just keep eating shit until you get older and you figure it all out. Well, that is definitely one way to approach it. Well, you're gonna. <laughs> but the other way to approach it is: can we do more? To educate, to empower people, not just, I mean, because, you know, men get rejected, too, and have to, I mean, the opposite uh, of the situation. And it's like, can we teach people that it's okay to say no and that there's a support for when someone turns psycho on you? But you're, you're, you're talking specifically about trust. Shaming. Yeah. Not, I mean, j- not just saying no and standing up for yourself. Sure. Trust, like, like the word love, that... Are two, th- these are words, it's always amazed me, words that are incredibly subjective, very vague, probably have in the dictionary like 10 meanings each because they can be used in many different ways. And yet everybody assumes that what I consider to be trust is obviously the same as what you consider to be trust, when those are probably two words that you should be discussing more than anything. Because when you say, don't you trust me? Well, trust you to do what? perform open heart surgery on me? No, I don't trust you to do that. Trust what? you. I mean, you got a pen right here. here. <laughs> I'll give I'll give the audience a tip. Uh, anybody who says don't you trust me, you should get the fuck away from them. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to say that's a pretty good diagnostic. Yeah, that's never entered in my head. Like, don't you trust? Like, okay. Yeah, you cool. know. Yeah, hey. okay. What do I? What what process do we need to say? Because like this was a perfect example, and I've I've talked about this in the three years that we've had our show. Uh, is is Mew did not trust me sexually? There was five months where it was we did not have sex. She said we are not going to have sex. We can play. We can do this and that, but we're not. There was. Five months of of building uh, that trust until she she finally decided that she did want to spend uh, more time with me or develop a closer relationship, and 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 why is it? Of course, it's butthurt because of course I want to think that I'm like instantly hot and desirable to every woman that I meet. That's what's going on in my head. Really, that's what's going on in your head. Fuck yeah! Oh my god, Muse like. You wouldn't like it if women just showed up to the door and threw themselves at you. You like being a shark. And I'm like, no, no, you are wrong. <laughs> You're very wrong. Let me show you. I would love to show you how wrong you are that they would come and knock on the door. Hi, are you? Bo- You're Boogie from Perverted Podcast, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love the show. I know everything about you. I love your music. Here's my STI tests. I love Girls and Cuddling. Can I come in and have Bunny fuck me with a strap on and then you just do whatever you want? I would live for that. <laughs> Every day of my life. Oh. But you need to get a sign like Hollywood Daddies. Yeah, no. <laughs> Once again, he took the side. Every <laughs> I gotta up my game. Every time he does some fucking clever shit, I gotta now come up with something cooler. I got a show, you know. I keep thinking yeah, the show's gonna work. The show. the show never works. <laughs> well you got people here he now. Has, yeah, I got people here now, but you have stickers and they fucking just they just flock to him. I want a sticker. And uh mm-hmm. but in the issue of trust. Yeah. <laughs> In the issue of trust, yeah, I totally agree. If if someone demands trust from you or says, "Why don't you trust me?" and I've heard people, I've heard dudes that are like, uh, "If if my submissive does not trust me a hundred percent, then I have no desire. Uh, I will not keep her in my life." And I'm like, "She is better off. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> she is absolutely better off without you because I have a sticker for her if she wants. It's, look at that, <laughs> <laughs> and you have some advice." You have some absolute uh, advice. So. I mean, I'm glad you brought this up because I forget about this stuff. So I realized in my old age after I got out of isolation that I'm different than most dudes. I It will ruin me if you have sex with me and you're not 100% into it. If, if you're doing it because you don't know how to say no energetically, oh, yeah, yeah, that will fuck with me. So I like it's, it goes back to my trust issues. It's like I want to make sure you're into it because if not. It, it fucks with me. So I I would much rather a woman say no than yes. I trust the no more than I trust the yes. Let's put it that way. I yeah, I don't like, that. and that goes back to like my childhood where I wasn't made to feel welcome. And so like if someone doesn't actually want me, that's why like I'm, I'm a horrible stalker. I'm the world's worst stalker because the second someone says, I don't want to be with you, I'm like, fuck you. I, I don't call. I don't, I don't whatever. Don't write. Whatever. I mean, you know, yeah, good luck to you. You know, but yeah, I, 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 so yeah, the whole trust and I don't need it. I don't, it, it's not mandatory for me to start because that goes down to the other thing as far, I mean, if we're going to go into a little side road about, about being a guy, um, I like myself. Some of it. <laughs> <laughs> did you just say that? <laughs> I did. I'm in therapy. It's been a few months. I, I got half. So I don't need your validation to be okay. So if you don't trust me, 
and and I understand that that has something to do with me. I understand um, it more has. I, I don't want to be like, oh, that's a, it's because everyone says that. Oh, it, you know, it's really about you. No, no. Sometimes it is directly about me. They don't trust me because I don't come off as trustworthy. Because what they think about me isn't what they view as somebody that is going to give them the stability that they need or whatever it is. And that's so okay because the more I'm okay with myself, the more I don't mind if someone doesn't trust me. And I can still actually pursue some level of intimacy with that person and just accept, you know what, you're here. You're saying you want you're enjoying the you're enjoying the process, but if you don't trust me, you know if you only trust me sixty five if you only trust me enough to be in the door and lay down and play with me, then I'm okay with that for right now. Because all right, yeah, that's does that make any sense? It, no. it is, but this conversation is all over the place now. It, well, yeah, I already know it. that. I'm still afraid of being called a rapist <laughs> and realizing how butthurt I am. But I like the song; it was a lot of fun to make. <laughs> I guess to go back to how do we educate people, it's, um, I don't know. Just talk about it? Dudes, like, why would you want to fuck a girl that doesn't want to fuck you, first off? Like, where are you at in your life? Well, I think we both, we had a long conversation about the types of dudes that go to certain parties. And, yeah, uh, yeah well, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, where are you at in your life, man? And, and it really comes down to that. It comes down to that self-worth. You know, you get really angry and butthurt because you you... You don't want to admit it, but you secretly needed that person's validation to feel good about yourself. And I don't. And because I've done that work on myself. And the more I do that work on myself, the less butthurt I am when someone rejects me. I'm like, well, you don't want me. So, I, you know, I want to be kind of wanted. So, all right. Off you go. I agree. Yeah. It's been a great third anniversary <laughs> show. I mean, we're going to keep this all fucking happy and whatever. No, we fail every time there's some, some milestone and we try and make it a specific kind of show, we fuck up royally. And it's just got just all have heavy. a regular That's show. That's why I'm glad I'm here. I feel like I came here just for this. Just to see us <laughs> fall apart. It, was, it wasn't my plan, but I feel like that's how just, it Just, uh, you know, let's Man. let us move on. Oh, I, you know, I have no jingle. Well, I mean, we could put this. Figging. Medical emergency. Figging. <laughs> Before we do Fig- that. What? Why is Mew going to be making carrot cake for everybody? What? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Honey, yeah, get it. She worked all day on this. She worked all... Yeah, yeah, use the blanket. Cause Wrap naked. a blanket over yourself. She worked naked. all day on a carrot cake? Wait a minute. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Face me. Ex- expose yourself. Yeah, there's boobs, guys. Where'd all the fucking glitter go? It's on your bed. It's on your bed. Change oh that blanket God. tonight. Oh my god, they it's were in the trash can. Oh my god, they were covered in glitter, and I just look, and she's just stripped naked, and I'm like, "It's all right there." Oh my Can't god, you see I it? sleep, I sleep. Oh my god, just change the blanket, man. Change the blanket. I, you have no one to blame but yourself. You realize this, don't it you? Is. Oh my god, <laughs> I had the gl- and I'm like, "Oh, it's our three year. Let's Ooh, let her have let some glitter. Have the glitter in the love life. Glitter, it's gonna be cool." <laughs> and I, it's. I I know you do love glitter. <laughs> look, Mew is brought. Look, Mew can't cook. She made a carrot cake. Oh my god! <laughs> it's oh, literally made out oh, of carrots and honey. toothpicks. It looks oh. like a log cabin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to oh this. Oh my god, pumpkin! That's awesome. I actually sort of thought maybe you and 
Bunny did something together, but no, you made that. Someone's got to take a picture. You and post made it. that. That's that is a good girl. That is so cute. You made. I'm gonna just eat that that all, all up. Just kids. yeah. That's. Just I just want to knock it down. Wait, don't no, no, don't no, knock no, it. <laughs> do it, Cassie. Do it. <laughs> just do it before the photo. Ruin everyone's <laughs> fun. It's his fault. <laughs> he knows how much I want to ruin everyone's fun. <laughs> <laughs> See, to the listeners, I don't think I re- described this. So Mew can't really cook. That's just period. Mm. And uh, end of story. Uh, done. No, don't don't give her food. She made matzo balls once. They were they they were. It was more like crumbled, but it tasted good. I guess. Um, no. So I guess her way of making a carrot cake was to stack carrots. In a held together by toothpicks. Yeah, yeah, a lot of tooth. I wouldn't probably. It looks so cute though. But it does. It, it looks that is a carrot cake. That is. And a now cake. moving from carrots to f- to ginger. Ginger. Oh yeah. To ginger. So now we have charisma. On the get the uh, get the uh, guest mic over to there and charisma. I'm going to have you like on your hands and knees with your face over there, and you're going to actually kind of talk into that mic. And so, actually, Bunny, um, give me the uh, give me the ginger. Just uh, stay there for a second. I'm going to take this ginger out. As uh, now, then, once again, for those of you that don't know what figging is, uh, figging is when you take a raw piece of ginger, which is a uh, oh, it's amazing. It's an amazing, amazing, uh, spicy kind of uh, I don't know what you call it, vegetable or whatever. And but it's a uh, it is very spicy. So what we do, of course, is we shave off the uh, the skin with a potato peeler. Getting it all over your laptop. That's man. fine, fine, fine. Uh, and then let me scrape. You this did your whittling it, earlier. Yeah, I did my whittling, and you whittle it into a butt plug. And now it becomes a very, very stingy introduction to somebody's anus. And charisma is that somebody? was very, very <laughs> curious about this, and uh, so we have talked, and we did negotiate. And uh, Charisma, say hi into the microphone. Hi. Say hi. Very good. Very good. Okay, good. So now then, have you ever, hold it by there, have you ever um, done any type of uh, chemical play or uh, spicy something on your something? Talk right into the Um, mic. I've used Ben Gay on my clit. You've used Ben Gay on your clit. Now, how did you respond to that? Was that insanity or was it, did you Um, like it? I used that to masturbate with. Oh, nice. Do you use it on a regular basis to masturbate? No. <laughs> okay, you just tried it the one time. Um, just every Into once the mic? in a while. Every once, oh, so you do it on a fairly regular basis. Like every Lent? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I eat fish <laughs> and I masturbate with a uh, fiery jack. Oh, my God, that was the best song by fucking the toy dolls. You have a naked Barry woman Jack, here. Jack. Oh, sorry. You get home. Sorry, sorry, God. sorry. So what we now have is we have the butt plug. So now what we said we're going to do, don't rub your finger on it. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're going to do the test. Okay, so do it, but do it higher up, not on the tip. Rub on the, yeah, yeah, there. Rub your finger there and get some on. So what we're first going to do is we're going to rub a little bit of ginger juice just around Charisma's cute little butthole. Is Mew helping to by pulling it yes, apart? Yes, yes. Mew is the ass spreader. <laughs> Said spreader of ass. Now then, what we're going to do, rub a little bit more, and what we're doing, this is called being nice, and you're giving a test. So we're going to wait. Now, can you feel any any stink? You Not yet. Not yet. Okay, so we're going to give just... Oh, <laughs> you felt a little there? Oh, no, that was cold. Okay, cool. 
So now, because some people don't react much to this, but obviously we've shared this before. Uh, in the Victorian era, if you wanted to sell an old horse and make it look uh, active, who's lean back a little bit from your mic? Is that that me, man? Uh, It's probably charisma. No, 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 you're fine. Stay there. I was just hearing some noise, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Stop breathing into the demo mic, (laughs) goddammit. Funny. So if you wanted to make a horse, sell a horse uh, that was old and whatever, you put ginger in its ass before the buyer got there and it started going, fucking hey, man. And so the horse got really active and then you bought it. So now that we've done a test, now are you feeling anything? A little bit of a tingle. A little bit of a tingle. Okay, great. Well then, let us proceed. Um, Bunny, um, would you please insert the ginger about maybe two inches in... I can't see the actual entry, but just seeing that perfectly shaped. Look at her face. I love it. She's just concentrating. <laughs> now then, do you like anal normally? Um, sometimes. Sometimes. So what does it feel like now being in a room full of creepy people? <laughs> a little weird. A little weird? Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that uncomfortableness. Okay, so now are you feeling any of the tingle? Yes. And uh, on a on a pain level of 1 to 10, what is that right now? Right now, probably like a 3. A 3. Okay, so you are definitely feeling a little bit. Bunny, uh, please insert a little bit more. Look at that smile on Bunny's the, face. <laughs> yeah, she's that's her that's her happy place. Look at her, she's just amazed. Bunny Okay, now I'm seeing some definite little faces of different <laughs> on Charisma's face. Mm-hmm. Now, how is that feeling now? Is that building? Yes, a little bit. A little bit. So now what are we up to about? Probably about the same. Not about the not, same. Yeah, still on the three level. So, okay, very good. So now what you're going to do is, uh, Mew, take the knife. <laughs> Don't worry. This is going. <laughs> I'm so scared. now you're going to pull it out, and I want you to make little uh, scrapes on the skin to get a little more juice back on. So just go scrape, scrape, scrape. Just scrape up. Don't cut. No, no, no. Don't cut. <laughs> scrape. scrape. Yeah, Future you go. yeah, we don't want to leave pieces of ginger inside <laughs> of. It is natural, you know, just a little, not too much. Okay, good. Now place it back in. That piece Just of ginger looks like a walrus tusk. It really does. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. We're going to send sticks to get ginger every time we fake someone because he got the best ginger. Oh, look at look at that look. Just look at the face. That is so sexy. That is sexy. You have a really nice butt. Mm, thank you. She does. And there goes Mew with the spreader. her. The spreader. <laughs> now then, would it make it better? If, did you get permission to do touchy touchy? Yeah. Um, Mew, can you get her a vibrator? Mm-hmm. Oh, you got a vibrator. Oh, it's the wireless one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Give it a try. Do you need a lot of vibration or do you usually use a lighter vibration? Um, depends on the day. Okay. Now, how does that feel? Oh, really good. <laughs> does that feel good? Good. I feel better if you stop asking her all those goddamn questions. Would you <laughs> shut the fuck up? <laughs> and now Bunny is just working. Uh. Uh, 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 
Bunny is just fucking her in the ass with a piece of ginger. She Fig- looks like she's on a ride at Disneyland. Figging is very good. She got a fast pass. She definitely got a definitely got her fast pass. Kathy, I just oh look is at Mew biting Mew her, is grabbing totally her hair. just grabbing her hair and biting her because that's what Mew does. <laughs> I've totally got a half it right now. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't usually get aroused at demos because I'm busy doing stuff, but that was that was pretty hot. I gotta I gotta give it up for Sticks. Did you see him? He was literally inches away from her face, and he had the coolest. He's just, just like, yeah, I'm just yeah, a dude. I do this all the time. How about that, Ginger? Look at that. How, now then, how do you feel? First off, you did fantastic. A little round of applause. Yeah. Did you finish? You had a okay. That sure looked like it. Now then, gently take that out. Get a paper towel, Mew. Go ahead and get a paper towel. Very good. There's nothing there. Very good. Now then, how does your bottom feel? Still a little bit tingly. A little tingly, but at uh, at any level, what was the highest that it got? Into the microphone. It, for me, it never got above a three. Uh, not above a three. Some people, Kathy, are. They don't respond very so. And if you masturbate with, back, I think the icy hot, the icy hot back ointment. Her. I'm telling you, Fiery Jack, it's the greatest fucking song ever. <laughs> fucking. If you do get a backache, backache, backache. Sorry. What the hell was that? Fiery Jack, Toy I, Dolls, okay. greatest greatest punk band ever in the world. Um, <laughs> Unger is all, the only one who ever knows what you're talking about when it comes I to know these what he's bands. Talking about. It is a great ass. So Typical, that the three I, of you. I don't, and they're now they're hugging and aftercare Aww. and just yeah. that's so sweet. And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record on our third for anniversary. Three years. That's right. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org. Find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everybody in the Love Lab tonight, especially Bunny Mew and the lovely Charisma. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Unger and everybody in the chat room. Thanks to to Sticks the Ginger Whisperer. (laughs) (laughs) And Joe the Toymaker is here. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Sir, Sir... Sarah. Sarah. I keep Woo! messing up. And finally, Hollywood Daddy for sitting in the hot seat tonight. Oh, oh my yeah. God. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, either email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037. And don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, I guess we're going to Kathy. What? We're going to do 157? Yeah, we are. I've had a lot of fun. Uh-huh. I have had a lot of fun Let's doing have this some goddamn more fun. shit. I mean, just... This. Look at that. Look at the three this. of them hugging it out You know, there's some things that money can't buy. Nope. Can't buy. This is good. It's nice. I don't know what to say. I'm just watching, just looking around, observing all these people. Do you know what we should probably do? What? Thank our listeners. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we forget that every fucking year. <laughs> 
Yeah, so. <laughs> Would you like to, uh, I, I, you know, you got something prepared? No, you I do You want me to wing that? Yeah, wing it, man. Well, I wouldn't be doing this <laughs> for my fucking health. I do this because we have amazing people uh, that are out there. They're listening to us. Um, places that don't have any community, people that reach out, and they're they're just grateful that we didn't go mainstream and that we are just pretty much a family, that, that we all get to hang out and explore this stuff together. And there there is no reason to do this show. I am already kinky. I live a kinky life. I'm in a kinky community with amazing kinky people. There is no need to do this show other than the fact that our listeners are literally the fucking best people that I've ever known as far as people that I have tried to entertain and, and hopefully share some things that are positive. It's, it's been an amazing ride for three years. I, I feel relatively good in my health. Kathy, how do you feel? Actually better than I have in a long time. Well, then let's, let's just keep doing this show and see what happens. Yeah. See you guys next week. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo!